This is Channel Attitude. Your voice, your right, your freedom. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome, 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 welcome to another installment of the Joker's Mustache. I am Vince Russo. I am here with the great R.D. Reynolds, who wants to be relaxed. What does that mean, bro? We'll get into it when we review this here episode. Well, yes, we will. I just, we just had a treat, bro. You and I off camera because I was worried about copyright strikes and all that baloney. Yes. But we just watched a a little three minute clip of when Adam West as Batman showed up at Memphis Wrestling, bro, to uh, confront the king. The evil king of Memphis. Please get his name proper. Legendary, bro. Absolutely, absolutely classic. <clears throat> yeah, I like it that uh, Lawler came out. He's dressed as the Super King. So he has a cape. He has a blue outfit, red cape, has a symbol on his chest with a, with a crown on it. Batman immediately points out that he obviously stole that from a friend of his. Soup. Soup, which yes. Is apparently what he calls uh, Superman. He also name dropped Spider Man, Spider Spidey Baby, which I thought was incredible. We got a DC, Marvel, and wrestling tie-in three for the price of zero. If you look yeah. it up on YouTube, yeah, and definitely, definitely worth looking up, guys. It was uh, absolutely tremendous. Um, I like that he 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 showed up. He had his Batman cow. He did not have the cape. He did not have, he literally showed up with a cowl and like a members only jacket. It's tremendous. Yeah. And I guess, bro, that was because of copyright that he wasn't allowed to show the Batman logo. I would assume. <laughs> if, okay. If he wasn't, okay. If we're claiming copyright, he name drops Penguin, Mr. Freeze. Uh, S- Superman, Spider-Man, Gotham City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's some that's some interesting um, interesting ways to handle things. I yeah, great, 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 great clip, guys. I recommend highly that you watch it. But today we are here to talk about the Whale of Siren. The Whale of the Siren. Yes, and trust me, it's not a whale like you'd see in the ocean. It is the whale of the siren. <clears throat> Original air date, Thursday, September 28, 1967. Moon Zappa was born on this date, the daughter of singer Frank Zappa. Uh, I know nothing about the Zappas. I, I do didn't know, know a lot about the Zappas, and I will, go one, I will go one step further, bro. Okay. This is a true story. Even yes. though I, I have been uh, called a pathological liar. I didn't uh, call you that. Last couple of weeks. But um, this is a God honest true story. And it involves everything that you're talking about. I once went to a VSDA convention probably around 1990, 1991-ish. I don't know what that is. Would you explain video, to the listeners? Video Software Dealers, Dealers Association. Oh, okay. Yeah, bro. When beta and VHF VHS came into play, 
every year, bro, they would have this huge convention and all the huge video distributors would be there. And all the huge video distributors would bring huge stars to the event. Um, And at that event, I got to meet Frank Zappa. And I actually asked Frank Zappa if I could date his daughter, Moon. How about that? Well, apparently, uh, I, I, I'm guessing that did not happen. Yeah, but he told me he had no problem with it. He says, you know, you'd have to ask her for yourself. He said, but he, he had no issues with it. No. Well, she wound up marrying the drummer and rhythm guitarist for American pop group Matchbox 20. Paul See, now, Duchesne. Now, now, that I did not know. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They Interesting. have one child, Matilda Plum. She also had one hit song. Terrible name. Yeah, I, I believe say? I believe she did a song with her dad called Valley Girl. That that was that was relatively a, a big hit back mm-hmm. in the day. I'll have to look that up. Yes. The narrator on this here Batman episode tells us it's a glorious morning in Gotham City, but in Commissioner Gordon's office, the siren readies a nasty scheme. So the siren shows up. It is Joan Collins. We will talk much about her throughout this episode. She is dressed in a very short silver outfit. Very becoming of her. She hits Gordon. Uh, so hard with her emergency broadcast uh, system tone that it turns the entire screen. So we we totally realize this woman is completely a heel. I have to say this before we go any further. Had they used any tone other than a high-pitched single note, this episode would have been even better. That one note where it just goes, that was, they should have just had like, they should have just found what the highest note that anyone ever sang was and had that instead. Yeah, just uh, dub it in. Anyway. Gordon, of course, gets hit with the note. He immediately says he's ready to do anything she wants. She explains no man can resist the sound of her voice Two octaves above high C. <clears throat> she tells him to call Batman and says, we need to meet at a neutral location. Gordon says, a neutral location. Hmm, okay. We'll just meet at Barbara's apartment. Yeah, let's just my drag daughter. my daughter into this. Right. That sounds safe. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, he is under the influence at the moment. Yeah. Of her voice. <clears throat> so... um. But, yeah, I, I, I wrote, he suggests Bab's apartment because they have that set already. Yes. I mean, he left that part. Yes. She says, I got to figure out where Batman parks the Batmobile. And he says, he parks the Batmobile. He parks the Batmobile when he goes to Barbara's apartment. In the garage, the the, the garage, underground garage at, at, at the apartment complex. Are we? I I wrote. I really hope we get footage of the Batmobile slowly pulling around corners and going into the garage 
<laughs> Are we assuming that the Batmobile has one of those handicap gimmick passes on it? I they wouldn't do that. No, they would have a instead of a wheelchair to have a little bat. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, I would. That would be interesting <clears throat> going round and round. I like that. Yeah, very slowly and hoping that some idiot doesn't swing around and plow into you. Right, the parking garages creep you out like they do me. Like I don't like driving, and I love I don't need. No, I don't. I I, I'm with you, place. bro. I don't like that. I'm with you. I don't like it. I don't like Never. that. I don't like like tunnels. I love tunnels. Yeah, but not not parking garages, bro. You you uh, you've been in New York, right? I, believe it or not, I have never been to New York City, bro. There is a tunnel in New York City. It's called the Midtown Tunnel. And it's so long, and the lanes are so close to each other, and it's so dark, bro. So I went through that many times growing up, and that's why I, I always hate tunnels because of that. Mm. Yeah, I was supposed to go. <clears throat> excuse me, I was at a, a book signing. I was supposed to do in New York City. They were flying me in everything, and it got it got snowed out. I was oh, so bummed. Sucks. Yeah, that would have been. I have flown over top of New York and lived at. Uh, Landed in like LaGuardia for like a layover. Yeah. But yeah, that's it. Anyway, <clears throat> we go to Wayne Manor, Bat Phone. And, you know, I, they- I, I love the music underneath this. I love this. I love this new touch. Yeah. They they had lots of musical touches yeah. throughout. Yeah. So they get a call on the Bat Phone. <clears throat> They're told you need to go meet uh, meet us at Barbara Gordon's uh, apartment, and Dick's like, "Why on earth?" He should have said every single episode, with the exception of like three, we always just go straight to Gordon's office. This doesn't make any sense. <clears throat> doesn't understand why they're going to Bab's apartment. Bruce explained, "Ours is not to reason why, Dick. We're duly deputized minions of the law." Commissioner Gordon is our immediate superior and good crime fighters always obey orders. Yes. Keep it in line, Dick. The narrator tells us, and now in Barbara Gordon's apartment, the mystery deepens. So O'Hara, Batman, Robin, Babs, all there. And they don't know where Gordon is. So everyone is there except for Commissioner Gordon. Bonnie said, Bonnie, they name drop Bonnie again. His uh, Gordon's uh, his, uh, secretary said she might become that he might be coming here. Robin again asked, "Why would why why are we, why are we meeting here instead of the office?" And uh, <clears throat> Batman explains he must have had a very good reason. Commissioner Gordon does not take his responsibilities lightly. So we go to the garage of the apartment building. Siren and Gordon. Are there they spot the Batmobile? She lays out her she lays out her plan. There is no confusion. We're going to find the location of the Batcave, discover the true identities of Batman and Robin, and get a fortune out of Bruce Wayne. One, two, three, three part plan. <clears throat> Gordon says it's a beautiful plan. Beautiful. That's what he always says to her. We go back up to Barbara Gordon's apartment. We get. One of my favorite lines in the entire run of the show. It may be my favorite because it's so quick and so nothing 
but it's so perfect. <clears throat> Barbara says, would you care for a soft drink? To what Batman replies, no, thank you, Ms. Gordon. We might find it too relaxing. Bro, I swear from this point forward, anytime I go to a restaurant and the waitress or waiter asks, what would you like to drink? I am specifically going to ask, do you mean soft drink? So they say yes, so I can answer, no, thank you. I might find it too relaxing. <laughs> I love that. Tremendous. I just love man. that. Tremendous. They, they <clears throat> a few years ago, this was pre-COVID, at Chick-fil-A, you would go in, they would, they would want, they would have someone just walk around the restaurant if you were eating inside. And they would come up and say, would you like your drink refreshed? And I, it just triggered with me. I, I really wish they would do that next time I'm in. I'm going to try and get them to do that just so I can say I might find it too relaxing. Yeah, I, that was great. That was great. He explains <clears throat> they need to find Commissioner Gordon. They go to check the bat computer in the Batmobile. They just leave out the front door. They don't, don't go down the side of the building. Nothing. Apparently, last episode, you'll recall, you and I discussed this. They didn't want to upset anyone, so they came up the side of the building. This time, apparently, they don't care. Yeah. All bets are off. <clears throat> we go to Siren's subterranean grotto. That is her lair. Yet again, we're talking the budget here, okay? This room they're in, it is pitch black. It, you can tell it's just a pitch black warehouse. But it has tons and tons, on this one at least, they had tons and tons of props. Right. <clears throat> it legit looks like an aquarium. Did you ever have an aquarium as a kid? Oh, yeah. 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 So were you like me <clears throat> and you always wanted to put things in the aquarium? Yeah. Hoping this fish would swim through it and they never did. Yeah. 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 That's the, what this uh, Remember the aquarium, bro? You had the one. You had the one guy with the helmet gimmick, and the bubbles came up. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. <clears throat> absolutely. I saw had this loop that you know you would you would think the fish would swim through. I tried. I I grabbed the net and tried to push my fish through there. <laughs> I spent ten dollars in the seventies for that little loop. That's thing. a lot of money. Yeah, I wanted that fish to do what I wanted. Yeah. Anyway. <clears throat> at Siren's Grotto, she's playing a harp and sings a song. Batman and Robin, you're finished, I say. For hidden inside your car, Commissioner Gordon is looking, lurking, lurking, and soon he'll tell me whoever you are. So she's doing this and playing the harp. Her goons, Allegro and Adante. Adante. Isn't that how you're supposed to cook spaghetti? Adante? Isn't that? Yeah, you're supposed to have it like Adante, to where it's not too firm and it's not too mushy. Cool. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> they're not impressed. They said, Siren, you hired us to be criminals, not critics. Yeah. <clears throat> and all we've been doing. These is guys, too, bro. Both of these guys, bro, were big time 
character actors back then. You saw these guys in everything during that time, both of them. They did not like, <clears throat> they did not look like hoodlums yeah. that could take on in a battle of fisticuffs. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. They said, all we're doing is losing a week while you sit here and strum the strings. They're not impressed. She says, patience is not one of your virtues. She said, my operation is coming to fruition. <clears throat> she brings up the good women of history and notes they pale in comparison to all the evil women in his- history. Evil is what makes the world go round. I want to be evil. They said, we're not knocking evil, Siren. But don't forget, name dropping, Catwoman, <clears throat> Black Widow. They all went up the river because of Batman. And Siren says, of course they did. They didn't know Batman's true identity. Once that's done, the cowed crime fighter's efficiency will be dissipated, leaving me a clear path to ravage and pillage Gotham City as it's never been ravaged and pillaged before. I want to become, I like this, that she has a goal. She wants to become the wickedest woman in Gotham City, and thus in the world, and with the help of Bruce Wayne's fortune, I will shortly control. Yes. So this woman, she lays out the plan, right? Yeah. Yes. There is no confusion as to what she wants. Going to find out Batman and Robin's identity. Going to get money from Bruce Wayne. I'm going to be the evilest woman in the world. Right. We go to Bab's apartment. O'Hara and Babs are still there. The only two left. He says, I'm going to head back to the office. And if if we find your dad, we'll call you. Said, great. If I'm not around, you know, just leave me a message. Because she has. In the year 1967 AD, an answering machine. That thing had to have cost like $3,000, right? Oh, absolutely. And you could tell, man. And keep in mind, guys, this is 1967, and it's brand new. And that's why they're making a fuss over it. And here we are, bro, 55 years later. And I bet you the a good majority of people alive today could not even tell you what an answering machine was. I was shocked whenever I saw her have that. O'Hara was, too. Yeah. And he says, sure, and it's one of those tricky little gizmos that answers in your own voice and then replays the messages. To which Bab says, sure, and it is. And she just mocks O'Hara. Yeah. She gained like 47 cool points with me yes. by mocking O'Hara and, and trying to be like, the little uh the little gnome princess or whatever. Yeah. So <clears throat> she notes it won't be answering in Lorelei Circe's voice, the Chantouse, who has come to Gotham and has the voice of seven octaves. Chantouse, of course, is a female singer, especially at a nightclub bar, cabaret, or diner. She has a <clears throat> seven range octave. I did some research. Tried to see what other famous women have. <clears throat> Mariah Carey, who Five. is thawing out. 
<clears throat> Mariah Carey's starting to thaw out. It's almost Christmas time. Time to bring her out of the mothballs. Yeah. Going to be five. I think they said that uh, Celine Dion only had four. Really? Yeah. Wow. So I, that was the first person that came to mind. The, 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 the first three people that come to mind would be them two and probably Barbara Streisand. Yeah. <clears throat> so Babs starts talking to the bird. Says, am I jumping to the world's biggest conclusion? Could my father have run into Lorelai Circe, a temptress siren who lives in a grotto? She goes, wait, the grotto arms. I read that's where she's been staying. <clears throat> and so Barbara is going to go. She's going to go try and find. Uh, she's going to go try and find Siren. And we get the greatness. We get the greatness. We get the greatness. As we get the Batgirl song. Bro, did you know this even existed? Yes. I did not. I I, I completely forgot. Bro, when they started singing lyrics, I popped huge. Remember whenever she first showed up, and I think it was on the pilot you and I went over. Robin said, where do you come from? Where do you go? And I said... That is a line. That yeah. is a line from the song. What a great, great song. Yeah, give us the lyrics of this, man. Batgirl, 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 Batgirl. Where do you come from? Where do you go? What is your scene, baby? We gotta know. Batgirl, 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 Batgirl. Are you a check who fell in from outer space? Are you a, are you real with a tender, warm embrace? Yeah, whose baby are you, Batgirl? Batgirl. That's yeah. great. That is great. You did not remember the song. I did not remember the oh, yeah. song, bro. Great. I, I, they, they don't. I, I mean, we are. This is what the third episode, right? Of season three. So they just now are breaking it out. So they have to. I mean, we only have twenty three episodes left. They've got to. They've got to pump this thing in, bro. You, you know, I, you I can't swear, just bury this tremendous tune. No, bro. You know, it's so funny, man. Because in the '60s, the '70s, the '80s, you know, the '90s, bro. It was all about in the songs. You know, you think about Sinatra, baby, 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 baby. Don't get hooked on me, baby, baby, bro. You couldn't even use that in a song in today's culture am i right <clears throat> yeah i mean and that's a, that's a real that's a real challenge that's a real shame baby was the go-to man ba- bro, baby was in every other song bro yeah yeah we go to the bat cave they don't understand what the bat computer is and helping them find gordon batman finally figures it out robin points out a light that's <clears throat> never been lit up on the thing before batman says that's the bat computer bat resistance signal it can't answer the question. Commissioner Gordon represents law and order. Bat computer is only programmed to deal with criminals. Holy one track bat computer mind. Also, very poor design on their part. To have an only look for criminals. Anyway. <clears throat> Alfred shows up. Batman says it's time to eat. And he says, we're not heading out without, not without some nourishment, old chum. The body needs fuel as well as the mind. So Robin says they're going to go eat, get back to business. Alfred says, go on up, 
to the study. I already have sandwiches and milk. Milk and sandwiches. Yeah. At the ready. I need an Alfred. <laughs> bro, I thought for a second, I swear to God, when they say we got to eat first, I'm thinking, all right, all right bro, they're going to catch a burger in the Batmobile. But no, they got to go in the study. <laughs> they they couldn't have. They should have thought about doing that. Yeah, because they could yeah. have got like an endorsement deal. Yeah, bro. Can you imagine them pulling through the drive-through? That would have been tremendous. Yeah. They made that joke in Batman and Robin that they were going to take the Batmobile through a drive-through. Yeah, that would have been great. So <clears throat> they go up the bat pole. Alfred starts dusting, <clears throat> and sure enough. Commissioner Gordon gets out of the trunk and he spots Alfred. Somehow, some way, despite being the dumbest man alive. Yes. For the first 96 episodes. Yes. He figures out everything immediately. He knows who Alfred is. You're Bruce Wayne's butler. He knows that he has the same voice as the one that's been answering the bat. Yes. Yes. Ergo, one of my favorite words. Ergo, <clears throat> Batman is Bruce Wayne, Dick Grayson is Robin the Boy Wonder. <clears throat> I must convey this information at once to the siren. <clears throat> he says most butlers would do anything to stop him. And Alfred says, yes, I should do just that. And he blasts him with some bat sleep. Yes. How? So whenever siren, whenever Gordon is under siren's spell, he becomes intelligent. Yeah, that was amazing, bro. Amazing. Yeah. <clears throat> Meanwhile, he doesn't know Batgirl is his daughter two f- feet in front of him. Maybe if he was under Siren's spell at the time, yeah. he would. Yeah. We go to the study upstairs where they're having lunch. <clears throat> Alfred drags Gordon in. Says, I found him in the Bat Cave. Thanks to a sizable dose of bat sleep, he is now languishing in the arms of Morpheus. You know who Morpheus is? No. In Greek, Greco-Roman mythology, one of the sons of uh, Hypnos, the god of sleep. Got you. So, they're like, we got to figure something out. He's only going to be out for like 12 hours. He's going to wake up. He's going to tell everybody who we are. This is a problem. However, since he's still asleep, he is not called Siren yet. We go back to her grotto. And she says... uh, in the absence of any word from Commissioner Gordon, I shall now make a call. She explains she's going to call millionaire Bruce Wayne, relieve him of his fabulous fortune. <clears throat> she calls the operator, says, can you get me the phone number for stately Wayne Manor? Actually, bro, actually, here's a blast from the past. Bro. When's the last time you did this? She calls information. <laughs> Remember that, bro? Long distance information. information. Get me Memphis, Tennessee. 411, yes. bro. 411. Yes. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, I, but um, if we go even further back than calling for information, <clears throat> she asked for the phone number of Stately Way Manor. Is that what it's listed as in, I, the, I, in the phone book? We should look that up. Yeah. 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 But what, what Siren doesn't know is Batgirl is listening. She's watching everything from a window. So she's catching all this. The narrator tells us, meanwhile, at their handsome residence, our heroes remain puzzled. So 
we go back to Wayne Manor. Alfred says Gordon's going to be out for 12 hours. They don't understand why Gordon would have done such a thing. They bring up the someone named the Siren has been told their needs to be told their identities. <clears throat> Obviously, the perpetrator of this sinister plot. Siren calls to talk to Bruce, and she hits her tone. He says, you will meet me in the private office of the Wayne Foundation building. Bruce gets all loopy. He goes to leave. <clears throat> Dick is like, where are you going? And he says, that is not your concern, Dick. I have a personal matter to attend to. Dick says he's going to follow him. But then then the bat phone rings. And they're like, yeah. well, how on earth is the bat phone ringing? <clears throat> Gordon's knocked out. Apparently they think O'Hara's too stupid to use the bat phone. <clears throat> they pick it up. And Robin answers, and it's well. There was a li- there was a little bit more to with it than that. That was interesting because when the bat phone rings, like Robin doesn't know what to do. Right, he's confused. And 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 there was a great line by Alfred there where he says, "You'll never know unless you answer it, Master Dick." Right. So was this the first time he ever answered the bat phone? I thought for sure I'd seen him answer it before, but maybe not. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, but so. it's Batgirl. It's Batgirl. I love, this is something about Batgirl you have to watch. No matter where she's at, no matter where she may be, she's in her father, Commissioner Gordon's office. She never sits just like a normal person in a chair like you and I are right now. She always sits all propped up, crossing her gams, and she says, <clears throat> I need to talk to Batman at once. And I thought says, I thought you were going to say, bro, uh, wherever she is, uh, it's always cold in the room. That too. Okay. All right. Go ahead. I was paying more attention to her gams. Okay. Sticks. Yeah. But what, what terminology do you use? Gauches. Gauches. I thought those were shoes you wore when it was raining. No, gauches is the <laughs> Italian... The Italian word for legs. She says, I want I need to talk to Batman. Robin's like, he's not here. She's like, oh God, I guess you'll do. <clears throat> and said, uh, well, you need to we need to figure out something because by some sort of sonic spell, the siren intends forcing Bruce Wayne to give up his fortune to her. And Robin says, Got it. Meet me at the Wayne Foundation building. Bro, something very interesting here. Let me ask you something because I may I may be screwing this up because I don't even know. Bro, the ring finger goes on the left hand, right? The wedding band on the left hand. The left hand, right? Left hand. Okay, yeah, because he's got a ring on the index finger, but it's on his right hand. I thought for a second, holy shit, he's wearing his wedding. You know, how, bro, you see that in wrestling all the time with, with, with the women where they, yeah, they got the wedding band on. Yeah. I thought, oh my God, but it was on the other hand. We go to the Wayne foundation building. Bruce opens a safe. Did you notice what the painting was? Oh, it was did. hiding the safe. I did not. The painting was of a safe that looked exactly like the safe behind the painting behind the safe great it was that was police squad levels of comedy yeah yeah bruce gets all the money out and he says and i quote 
You have everything, including all my ready cash. You now have the Wayne Foundation family jewels. <laughs> right. <laughs> she says, oh, that's great. You need to sign over the rest. You know, so I have everything. Yeah, you need stocks, to sign over bonds, all this stuff. Yeah. <clears throat> we go to the Wayne Foundation lobby. Robin and Batgirl meet near a sign that reads, Private elevator to Bruce Wayne's private office. Private use only. So they're going to use this elevator. And Batgirl notes that Bruce is probably under influence. we got to be careful. They wait incredibly impatiently for this elevator. Why didn't they just go outside and use the bat ropes if this elevator was so slow? Well, is it determined that Batgirl uses that as a form of transportation? I don't know, but at the beginning, uh, on the intro, she swings in and kicks someone. On a rope. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. But yeah, we haven't seen her do a bat climb yet. No. Excuse me. Uh, We go back to the office. Bruce hands over the signed papers. Says she has everything. And she says, great. Now I have everything I want, except the identity of Batman. So she has all of Bruce's money, all of his wealth. So she calls Gordon's office. O'Hara does know how to at least answer the bat phone. So he answers. And of course, she sirens him too. Ah, She sirens O'Hara. And her thing for him is, I want you to go jump in gotham park lake yes he's like yes so he goes to leave this was awesome i love this character she is the best she has her plan she's gonna throw o'hara gonna have him toss himself into a lake brilliant very compared to you know a hundred percent of the other villains on this show she very simple to the point no tricks no how how many episodes where we had to wait till part two to find out what the plan please explain the plan to us and and a lot of times on some of these episodes you and i even though we watched it and of course it's been i don't know how many times for you it had been the third or fourth time i'd have seen these at the minimum yeah. that I would have seen these in my life. And I still couldn't explain what their plan was Yeah, with the siren. Simple. Check, check, check. Anyway, it is, uh, no, she's just, <clears throat> she's just tremendous. Anyway, Robin and Batman, or excuse me, Robin and Batgirl show up. And they says, we heard you. You're sending an innocent man to drown himself. She literally starts laughing yeah. that they would, you know, think there was something wrong with this. She should have said it's police chief O'Hara. It's not going to be a great loss to society. Right. (laughs) But she calls them Batgirl and Batboy. And Batgirl says, you can't, you can hit me with that. So she's, she's going to use her tone. Batgirl says, I'm a woman. It's not going to, it's not going to affect me. Robin says, I'm wearing bat earplugs. That successfully screen out any sound above 14,000 decibels. Your goose, so to speak, is cooked. She says, not by a long shot, short stuff. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And she explains, I own this building. I now own this building. 
leave. This is private property. You cannot come in here without a warrant. Holy Fourth Amendment. Robin doesn't have a choice. Says, we're licked. Yeah, that needs to come back too, bro. We're licked <clears throat> needs to come back. Where has where that been, man? They go to leave, but not before telling her. You'll, play, you'll pay a pretty price for this. And she just, she gets this threat from Robin. And she just goes, yeah, she's just the best. She's the best. And, uh, but Robin, as he's leaving, he leaves a little gizmo, a little gadget, a little gimmick over on the curtain so they can record whatever she's saying. So says, uh, what are you going to do with him? She's that's what the goons want to know. What are you going to do with Bruce? She goes, Bruce Wayne, that penniless fop. That's a word that needs to come back. Yeah. 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 He's has no fortune. He's going to do what other bankers in his position have done. He's going to leap off the roof. I guess that was a, was that a thing back then? The bankers would jump Apparently so. (laughs) And he goes, I'm going to jump off the roof. She goes, good boy. So we then go to a broom closet. <clears throat> which we know is a broom closet because it has a giant thing, sign on it that says broom closet. Yes. It doesn't just, it's not just letters. It's like a big, like a, <clears throat> in the retail industry, they'll call it like a sunburst whenever it says sale. Yeah. 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 New and improved. Yeah. This is broom closet. Yeah. And <clears throat> they said, we've got to, uh, we got to get to the roof. <clears throat> we got to get to the roof. You know, because uh, apparently they know they're going to, yeah, they overheard. They're going to have Bruce jump off the roof. He says, we got to get to the roof. So Dick goes, there's the stairway. Let's go. And Batgirl goes, stairway? And he goes, yes. You're in good shape. So he was checking her out too. Yeah, yeah. Shoot, we go to the roof. Siren tells Bruce, just one more step. So Bruce is going to take one more step. He's going to fall off the roof. But who should come and save the day but Victor Paul? Yes, yes. He comes and saves the day. <clears throat> so Robin, Batgirl are at the top. Uh, they are fighting because Bruce, you know, Batman is is out of commission. <clears throat> a goon pops his head out of a door. The Batgirl like opens the door and the goon goes like this. And then Robin punches him right in the face. Yeah. That was great. One thing I noticed, which is really creepy, and I'm going to kind of watch moving forward. <clears throat> when Batgirl fights, when Robin, Batman fight, they're very serious. Yeah, yeah, yes, yes. yes. When Batgirl fights, She's smiling. Yeah, but they, they, they were having way too much fun. Way too. Yeah, I agree. Definitely. Yeah. No, I mean, she is she is literally smiling anytime that she's fighting. She's always smiling and laughing. Do that, you uh, do you that's think that's gonna be the common occurrence going forward? Yes. Okay. I think I think that's what they told her to do. Yeah. So okay. <clears throat> so uh there is one thing I have to show you. I want to share. 
with uh, with the listeners at home, the viewers at home, because <clears throat> I had mentioned Victor Paul, <clears throat> the Robin uh, stunt double, who was how I can't remember how old was was he? He was like forty seven, yeah, or yeah, something. I want to share something, if I may. Where is this picture? Because they talk a lot about how, <clears throat> excuse me, um, we talk about Victor Paul a lot. So you yeah. may think, well, did, <clears throat> excuse me, did, uh, did Barbara Gordon, or excuse me, did, uh, Batgirl. did Batgirl, did Yvonne Craig have a stunt double? Now, the rumor for years is that she didn't, but it was presented that is not the case. She did, in fact, have a stunt double. And so I was hoping to be able to show all the uh, folks at home and you see her. Yes, that's the stunt double? This is the stunt double. Wow, she looks a lot like her. <clears throat> uh, she does, except she has this giant flowing hair. Yeah. Yes. So. Oh, Andrew, good work, bro. Very interesting. Very nice. Also fun, uh, I suppose, uh, for for the listeners, viewer, viewers at home. <clears throat> Rumor has it, I do not have this confirmed, but I believe it was from Yvonne Craig who said this. <clears throat> there was only one Batgirl outfit. Really? Wow. wow. So if they needed to have a stunt double, Yvonne Craig had to take that off. Wow. The other That's girl crazy. had to put wow. it on. And then when she got done, she had to, <clears throat> excuse me, put it back on. I don't know if that's incredibly hot or incredibly gross. Yeah. Wow. Interesting. Siren sees that, that her men are losing. So she commands Bruce. You got to get in there and fight Robin. <clears throat> but Robin ducks, dodges, and punches Bruce in the face. Siren nearly falls off the ledge. She is going to fall to her death. She is going to fall to her death. And Robin says, she goes, help me, help me. And Robin says, why should I? Why should I? You were you were going to let Bruce Wayne die. And so he's just going to let her fall. And so he has her by the hands. And he says, maybe, you, uh, you know, maybe I'll help you if you can. That, you know, give Bruce the antidote. She goes, I don't think I can do that. So Robin, literally, he's holding on to this woman who is going to fall to her death. And Robin just goes like this. <laughs> <clears throat> what? I, I, I could not believe that. Anyway, no wonder uh, he needs, he's a youthful ward that needs some guidance. Yeah, exactly. So. She grasps on the ledge. Says, "No, no, I'll live. Please let me live." So, <clears throat> excuse me. He says, "I will, I will." She says, "I'll try and hit this note." So, Robin pulls her up. Batgirl, meanwhile, is talking to Bruce. She goes, "Oh, Bruce, Bruce, poor Bruce Wayne." I, almost like she's patting him on the head, like he's a puppy dog or something. <clears throat> if only you were more like Batman, perhaps then you would have had the strength to resist. The siren's stunning spell. So siren comes up. She hits the note. Bruce recovers. Batgirl sadly leaves. Because she's going to go rescue Chief O'Hara. Who is throwing himself in the lake. Right. 
We go to Gordon's office. <clears throat> they wake Commissioner Gordon up. Barbara's there. Batgirl's not there. Barbara's there. Batman and Robin look very concerned because remember, yeah, <clears throat> he knows everything. He knows their secret identity. He knows Batcave, Alfred, all of it. Yep. So he wakes up and he he doesn't remember anything. I can't remember the last thing I remember. Permanent amnesia apparently lasts as long as a person is under siren spell. <clears throat> he says, I feel like Rip Van Winkle. This was the biggest cop out ever. True, true. I mean, I was like, come on, you guys have to have something. Yeah. They didn't. They just said, no, he doesn't remember. O'Hara shows up. He's sopping wet because he had thrown himself in the river. Says, I walked myself over to the office to dry off, but I didn't do much drying. We learned that Bruce's millions have been returned to him. Everything is good. Batman and Robin leave. Bro, wouldn't this have been the perfect opportunity? Batgirl got to uh, O'Hara too late. Yes. <laughs> this would have been the perfect time she got there. It was too late. I would have been. <clears throat> that would have been. <laughs> I don't know if it would have been. It would have been too late but for O'Hara. It may have been just in time for the rest of us. Yes, yes. We go to the Batcave for the wrap-up. <clears throat> Excuse me. Batman notes, Warden Crichton should find Siren a model prisoner. If she doesn't open her mouth, that seems to be a problem. Yeah. At this point, we get a penguin laugh just out of nowhere in the bat cave. Gordon hears it over the bat phone. It's like, what on earth was that? And we learn that they have a newly developed criminal sensor bat indicator, which apparently suggests the penguin has returned to the environs of Gotham City. Sure enough, he has returned. <clears throat> he is at a racetrack with Lola Lasagna. She says she is there to enter her horse in the for, in the Wayne Foundation handicap, the Wayne Foundation horse race. So, apparently, just so I'm following along, Bruce has the ice rink. He helps the police with their retirement fund. He has a a, a horse track now. He still has no money for those poor kids. Yeah, at the no, church. he doesn't. He doesn't. He doesn't. Now, do you know who this woman is? I do not know. This is the great <laughs> Ethel Merman. Oh, okay, Ethel Merman. Ethel Merman was a, a you know a, a legendary performer back in the day. Yes. The narrator tells us, "Will Batman need more than luck with the Penguin and Lola? Watch the next episode and find out." Yeah, bro, I I love these standalones. This this episode was. Uh, fantastic i love these standalones and like i said bro it is watching these it is it is just becoming more and more depressing because it just seems they were hitting their stride they were getting the formula down it was moving quickly you don't agree we will see in a few episodes if you still feel that way okay once once we get that once we get to that three-parter and i should note I should know you. You'd mentioned the one parters, right? <clears throat> and I said that I thought that all of episode or all season three was one parters. That is not correct. There are actually six, six 
that are bookends. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. <clears throat> that will be the case with our next one, the sport of penguins. It's the start of a two-parter. Uh, so yeah, that's what it's going to be. Okay. All right. Now the moment we've all been waiting for. Time to rate Siren. Right? Yes. Okay. First of all, I have to admit. Bro, what about that one scene where she, you know exactly what I'm talking about. She sat down and there was a little peekaboo. Oh. Yeah. Right? There's a little peekaboo going on. Okay. Let's, 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 let's kind of. Let's let's dive into this. You might have to pull yourself together a little bit before you get. Are you okay? I'm a little ill. Okay, so. right, go ahead. Let's go ahead. She was as as far as villainesses go. I love Julie Newmar. I love Catwoman. Love her, love her, love her, love her, love her. But I don't think Catwoman ever had a plan that was this spelled out. She knew exactly what she was wanting to do, right? And she made no bones about it she wanted to be the most evil woman in the history of the world and it was all driven by money she didn't right. want the cowl she didn't want this she right. didn't want that it was all about the cash mm-hmm. yes she almost pulled it off too yeah so <clears throat> i just thought she was great it's funny because i did not remember really the siren i didn't um, either i didn't either yeah so but it's time to wait <clears throat> time to rate her time to rate her time to rate the siren i will let you go first do you want me to give you the background on the actress oh yeah great yeah joan collins i mean what a great career go ahead <laughs> dame joan henrietta collins she was born you always guess how old was she when she did this show oh when she did this show <clears throat> yes I'm going to say early 30s. I'm going to guess 32. Good guess. She was 34. There you go. Okay. <clears throat> I would have actually guessed even a little younger because she she was yeah. Anyway, Dame Jody Col- uh, J- uh, Joan Henrietta Collins, uh, born May 23rd, 1933. English actress, author, and columnist. Uh, <clears throat> she has uh, won many awards, including Golden Globe. People's Choice, two Soap Opera Digest Awards, Primetime Emmy. Uh, she is uh, one of the last surviving stars of the Golden Age of Hollywood. So, yes, been married. Oh, yeah, yeah. Dynasty, Dynasty was the big <clears throat> one. Um, bro, but I got Dynasty. It. Okay, but Dynasty, okay. Because I remember her, <clears throat> I, I vaguely remember Dynasty. It wasn't yeah. anything I ever you know, watched a ton. Yeah. But somewhat. But, I mean, she was not in her physical prime. No, no, no. Like she was here. No, 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 no. She was older. Um, Now, bro, I got to come clean. One thing that is a real, real turnoff to me when it comes to women. I'm talking about from a physical aspect. Bro, I am not a fan of the bunhead. Like okay. uh, the bun head is like a, a complete turnoff to me. Was well, the sixties? Yeah. Well, no, I'm talking about like in general. Okay. She okay. had the bun head going, okay. but despite the bun head, the let that one little peekaboo with the sit down. 
All right, now who's at the top right now and with what rating? What's her name again? Why do we always why do we right, always we, forget we that poor girl's name? We gotta name. reference this. We gotta oh, write I, this. I have it. Hold on. I'll What's her it. name? And what was the rating? She was a she was a nine and a half. I think she and Julie Newmar were both like nines and half nine and a half. She was. I'm looking her up right now. Why do I not have her? <laughs> Entertain the people. I'll find her. Pauline. Yeah, Pauline. And she, you're saying she was a nine and a half. Pauline was. Pauline was. She was. Yeah, she was every bit wow. of a nine. And, and, a and I mean, what did, what did <clears> we Julie rate? Newmar, didn't we give, didn't, didn't we give her a 10? We I had to give we, her a 10. We, we yeah. Her, well, bro, let, let, let's do this because I don't know, bro. I don't think anybody just for the uh, legendary stats. I, I don't think anybody's going to surpass Julie Newmar. I, I don't. So I'm going to do the old Meltzer nine and three quarters. <laughs> I'm going to do the old nine and three quarters, which according to Meltzer, though, nine and three quarters is the same as a 10. But sure. no, it's not. It's nine and three quarters. I'm giving I'm giving her a, a nine and a quarter. Really? Just, just below Pauline. Wow. I'm very now you gotta give me a reason why. Pauline was <clears throat> Pauline Midriff. Wow. Member? See, Member? Yeah, Member? Yeah, but Pauline, see this really isn't fair because Pauline was really wearing something form fitting, and that's what got us to go all goo goo gaga. Goo goo gaga. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, nine the quarter. That's interesting, man. Goo goo gaga. I'm, I'm trying to figure out this goo goo gaga thing. I'm trying, bro. I think, it, it, bro, is it fair in us assuming we are not going to get a higher rated woman in the rest of this series? What, then, then Pauline? Yeah, well, well, yeah. Well, I, I don't know. I mean, wow. If, if you're not giving, oh, what's this? You got, oh, you got Pauline, you're bringing up again. Yeah. Yes, See? There's, there's, that's yes. what I'm talking about, bro. That That's unfair. Like, that that's unfair. She had the midriff. Well, look, I, look, look, I look, didn't do wardrobe on this show. Bro, look at Gordon's eyes. Come on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody yep. is business except uh, Gordon. Absolutely. So, <clears throat> yeah. Wow. Okay. Nine and a but, four. But, yeah. I mean, right there. Hey, you know what? You know what? You know what? I'll do nine and four tenths. Nine and four tenths. You get a little bit closer, but not completely there. Super duper close. Yes. Very you nice. can't complain. Okay, so next week we got the return of Burgess Meredith. The sport of penguins. And this is a one-parter. This is not a one-parter. It is a two-parter. Oh, it is a two-parter. Okay. All right. Uh, What's going on in RD's world with the arcade? What's going on with WrestleCraft? What's happening, man? It's like going crazy right now. I booked five parties in three days. It's like going crazy. And then we have King of Arcade coming up September in just over a month, September 16th. We'll be giving away. I don't know. I still don't know quite what we're giving away. I don't know if we're giving an arcade one up away. I don't know if we're giving away an arcade machine itself. Pros and cons to each, but it'll be a great prize for sure. Awesome. Rupert's Kid Arc Rupert's Kids Arcade on Facebook. Okay. Uh WrestleCrap. <clears throat> WrestleCrap. Uh yeah. It's, uh we're having lots of fun. I get more and more. This is so fun. I'm getting more and more into squash of the week i found i just love watching 
I think this is what I really enjoy about wrestling. It's just seeing, I miss this. We don't have enough of this where you would just have squashes. Oh, yeah. I love back and forth matches, but every once in a while, you just want to see some geek just get absolutely obliterated. I, I have come to very much enjoy Stan the Lariat Hanson. Oh, God, I thought you were going to say, bro, just this morning with Al Snow, we were talking about Stan Stasiak. That's oh, no. what you were going. Yeah. No. Not Stan Lane either. But. Yeah, yeah. Stan Hanson. Oh, God, yeah. He, he, he obliterated people. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> he was fantastic. Yeah. Just fantastic. So that's the squash of the week. That uh, the Stan Hansen was squash of the week, and I don't know what I'm going to do next week for the induction. <laughs> of course, I had just done the Batman Adam West, what we talked about at the beginning, yeah, which was show. awesome. Absolutely, I did a I did a deep dive on that, so that was a lot of fun. Uh, you never know, maybe I'll maybe I'll. Oh, at some point, you got to visit uh, my favorite, who was on an episode of Raw. Okay, you got to visit the the great Tiny Tim on Raw. See, here's the thing with Tiny Tim, is I, <clears throat> I really think you had to be like in New York to kind of get, get Tiny it. Tim. Yeah, and you know, like I said, I, <clears throat> I have never. Uh, I think I'm pretty sure he was inducted because he did a thing with Jerry Lawler back in the in the day. Yeah, yeah, he right? did. I, God, I, I, I wasn't there for that. I would have gave anything, but I wasn't there for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 All right, Mo. Well, next week. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Oh, ahead, I do sorry. have one. I do have one that I want to ask you about. Go ahead. Just because Brian's covering it <clears throat> over on over on one of his shows. He's doing the early days of TNA. Right. Okay. Please to explain. And I, I know we've inducted it, but I don't think I wrote the induction. I think someone else did at WrestleCrap.com. Please to explain the logic of the Dup Cup. Oh yeah, no, that definitely should be in there. No, no, no question about it. That oh, so you're saying that it's not good? Oh God, no! Are you kidding me, man, bro? I swear to God, it's like we were just sitting in a room. I'm sure it was me. The early days, I'm sure it was me, Jeff Dutch. Um, I don't know who else would have been there. It probably was the three of us, bro. And we were just throwing out the goofiest, craziest, stupidest shit. Yes, that's exactly what it was. The stupidest, craziest. Yes, yeah. But but I I will not not that I'm not taking responsibility at all, but no, it was it was the three of us just throwing like every ridiculous thing out there. So you're saying if someone was to blame for this, yeah. You you would take at least partial responsibility. Oh yeah, it was a three-headed monster. I okay. I, I think I think no doubt in my mind Jeff and Dutch would say the same thing. Okay. So, yeah. so you're you're fine with me saying that? Was oh God, yeah, that was yeah, that was yeah, yeah. I, I I'd like to say, bro, it would be a great story if I could say we were all drunk, but <laughs> but we we were not. We were not. We were saber, and bro, it, it kind of turned into a conversation of can you top this? Is what yeah. it kind of turned into. Yeah, but yeah, that's. I think it was. Could you bottom this? Yeah, yeah. But, bro, we also do have to remember that that was supposed to be strictly, you know, a pay-per-view format, you know, and they were supposed to see things on there they didn't see anywhere else. Not that that's an excuse. I'm not making any excuses, but, yeah, oh, yeah, that that definitely needs to be inducted. Yeah. I don't even remember. Can you hit me with some of the rules? I like if you spanked someone, it was two points, and if yeah. they liked it, it was five. Or <laughs> yeah, it was something. Insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah, very good. All right, guys. We will be back here next week. The Penguin will join us. Same bad time. Same bad channel.